Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. Welcome to another episode of, of Modern Day Abigails. And we we've got a, a we're gonna have a long one, ladies. So you're gonna see a lot of parts on this one because we're gonna be talking about two different women, different situations, and each woman we have something to learn from them. So there's so many womanly things in this. But I'm gonna ask Joanna a question real quick. Do you get along with everybody you know and all your family members? Not at all. Anybody? Um, no, I certainly don't. I have a lot of family members on both sides of the family that I'm just, I'm not close with and because we're different. Yeah. Right. Right. So what do you think about lifestyles are different? Exactly. So what do you think about relationships where everybody's a little different and they see it differently? I think that makes for, that's exactly how my family is. And so I like to, um, grab a bubbly grab the popcorn, sometimes start the conversation and go sit and watch. That's so mean. <laughs> I know. Dang. Because it gets so dang good. <laughs> well, we were laughing the other day because we went to a council My family's meeting. crazy. <laughs> they're fun. They're crazy. They're nuts. They're everything. All spectrums. There you go. Well, we were at a council meeting the other day because we're gonna, we've been doing some classes where we're learning more about our community and, and, and everything that the city does. And so the first time we went to a council meeting, we happened to hit the one that was like, because they always say, nobody's ever there. Well, that room was packed and it was long. And they're like, of course, y'all showed up on the one where they're, they had missed the f- previous meeting because they were doing a workshop. And so everybody was getting caught up. And you, you hit a big one. So we were laughing. All right. It was kind of, it was okay. It was interesting. We went to another one, and there was a developer that was there, and it was the same one, and he was trying to pitch his – I'm not going to go into all the details because I really don't 100% understand it all, but he was trying to pitch something that he wanted to make a change on. And in the process, he wound up getting angry and mad. So he wound up insulting the mayor. Way to sell. That's what I sat there and thought. <laughs> but the funny part is when we were getting up to leave, Ray's like, okay, don't say anything Wait. Yet. You said he insulted the mayor. Then. Way to he go, called, guy. Five yeah. gold stars for you. <laughs> he called out the mayor. I'm like, there is a proper way to say someone changed their mind, and there is an improper way to say somebody obviously changed their mind. You have the right to change your mind. Now, why you change your mind might have some you know, gray areas. You know, Did he change his mind because he was getting bribed? I doubt it. Or did he just rethink it and thought, you know... I really don't, you know, I'm changing my mind about this. Anyway, I don't know, and I don't want to go into that detail. But the funny part was, so we're, we're leaving, and Ray's like, don't say anything until we get into the car. You know, you never know if anybody's here. Because as soon as they gave the, the vote, and, and the council voted no against that guy, I went, uh-oh. Ray's like, oh, my gosh, I hope he didn't hear you. <laughs> we were right there. <laughs> and I'm loud. So, but the funny part was, is how Ray and I saw it very differently. I understood why the one council member was saying, this is circumventing the process. This is not how we do it. We can't set a precedence. Reyes said when he was first listening to the guy, he's like, I understand. I get what this guy's trying to do. And then, um, so it was funny because we're two different people. 
listening to the same thing, but we see it from two different perspectives. And I think when we talk about Mary and Martha, we're going to see this mm-hmm. because everybody has already, most women have formulated whether they are a Martha or a Mary. And like me, most of the time, I will try and defend Martha, even though maybe I shouldn't because I get her. I, and I think that's what's really cool about our relationship, Anna, is that you and I are two very different people. We like the same things. There's some things that yeah. we love together, but there's some things that we are just coming from both angles and um, we have the same goal. Right. It's just we get to it very, it's kind of cool, I think, Right, to watch. except when it comes to whether it's functional or, or price or how it looks. Listen. Functional. Not functional. Functional, what can't you have functional and cute? What is wrong with that? But if you spend the extra three bucks, Anna. <laughs> why spend the extra three bucks when Seriously? I can spend it on something else? No, no, yes. because it has to be cute. It has to, no. See, okay, we have, anyway, see, this is why I say we have to have a talk. <laughs> I told you the other day, we had to have a talk. <laughs> and I'm just saying, if I can save a few dollars, it doesn't matter. Spend the three bucks. Anyway, Spend it. that's the fun part, right? We're very different people, but we work it together. Uh, it, you you should never see go, us go shopping together. We never, went rug shopping together. That was hilarious. <laughs> you may never go rug shopping with me again. Right. <laughs> I'll that's, never forget it. Neither, to, neither will the sales guy that walked up. I was not interested in buying a TV service while I'm looking for a rug. I know. That's not the proper place to ask me if I, I want to buy a TV service. I agree. And he probably quit his job right then and there. Well, he needed to <laughs> figure out how to discuss it with a different audience. That's okay. Oh, my gosh. I had to anyway. apologize to the pharmacist the other day at Walmart. Because as soon as I walked in the door, the lady looks at me. And she goes, you want a flu shot? I'm like, what? She goes, flu shot? I'm like, No. And I apologized. I did. I went and found her and told her, I'm so sorry that my answer became was harsher than I had intended it to be. And she goes, oh, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I'm like, no, I had to apologize. <laughs> I told Ray. He just he didn't say a word because he's so used to me having to apologize. <laughs> hey, I got to apologize all the time, too. Yeah. So today I'm kind of excited because we get like a we get like a bone. And normally we talk about a topic or one woman. This time we get like a bonus. We get like a BOGO. Yes. Two girls. for well, I can't say it that way. We get two spectrums for the price of one. Exactly. For the yes. one episode, we're going to get two right. different ladies. And they're very different ladies. Very different. Very ends of the spectrum. So today is going to be kind of long. It's probably going to be a lot more podcast than what we're used to, but that's okay because we get, we're going to talk about in the same household, two completely different women, how Jesus sees it, how we see it and how they are. It's just and how so they cool. interact with Jesus. Yeah. They interact with him very differently. And so I have, a, I want to be a Mary, but I'm, I know I'm, a, I have a Martha tendencies, you know, me too, but I think I'm, I'm with you. I think we can see how worship and service can actually work in unity. And I think they go hand in hand. And I think by the time we do this study, we're going to see how they go together. I mean, I, I'm on. I'm a Mary sometimes. I mean, I'm pretty laid back and relaxed. But when there's a subject at hand or an issue at hand um, or something that needs to get done, I literally flip my switch to Martha. I um, don't think I've ever been a Mary. No? Probably not. Um, I can do both. I'm I'm probably lean more towards a Martha I can't most hold, of the time, depending on what's going on. Hard for me to sit still, and that's my problem. It's hard for me to sit still, yeah. and I, so I have to find my time to sit still. I, I just love the women here. Like I get up early in the morning and spend my time with the Lord. Like, they don't work. Some of them do, and I just shake my head. I'm like, 
Lord doesn't want me talking to him when I first wake up in the morning. Mm-mm. I don't know if that conversation. Or after a go. long sixteen-hour day work, my mm-hmm. mind doesn't work right. that way. No, but see, I had gotten, I shut down. Oh, I had gotten used to school, so my quiet time has always been at night. Mm. Everything's done, dishes done. When I had kids at home, a kid at home. Um, after everybody's bed, that's when I could sit down and, and read and and and. You know, I pray throughout the day, but that's mm-hmm. when I can do more specific praying. Yeah. Instead of, wow, look at that, Lord. Oh, you need to help that one. You know, driving down the road today based on that person's <laughs> music. Lord, that guy needs you on the motorcycle with the Seriously. gross hair. He needs you. Yep. <laughs> anyway. so Be with them, Lord. Exactly. So let's start with Luke. We're going to start in the book of Luke. We are going to go a little bit into Mark, but we're going to start in Luke. So, um, ladies, we do have our... Um, our uh, dry botanical bubblies. We have our chocolate. We're going to chocolate chocolate bar, not chocolate chips. Yep, so on. we may, you may hear breakage. We need to pray first. I'm going to pray I over us real quick. Yes. Um, oh, dear Heavenly Father, we just, we love you, Lord. We uh, thank you so much for allowing us to be able to just come and just speak with each other and spend time with each other and just speak to these ladies. And Lord, just speak through us, Father. It's not our word, it's yours. Praying over Anna's message today and um, show us, Lord, in our hearts where we need to be concerning you and the things about you, Lord. We always tend to be one type of personality, but um, Lord, it may not be a good personality. So Lord, help us, Father. Open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears, and teach us what we need to to learn today, Lord. May we retain it. May it drop on good soil, good fertile soil, Lord Jesus. And um, we love you, Lord, and just may this um, message be all about you, Father. It's in your sweet son's holy name that we can and do pray today in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so, you know, part of our, not motto, whatever you call it, about being a new creation. And so we want to learn how to be this new creation. You know, when a butterfly first comes out of its cocoon, it flaps its wings, but it's not flying anywhere. It's building up muscles. It's getting stronger. It's getting the fluids it needs. Drying out. Drying out everything. So sometimes I like to think that that's the stage we're in. We're a new creation, Mm -hmm. but we got some drying to do. We got some pumping to do. We got to get some strength in here. So in Luke 10, verse 38, now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. Now we first, okay, so we first meet them in the city of Bethany at the home of Martha. And um, we know this when we read ahead in chapter 11. But the Bible never mentions whether there's a husband or a father. We don't know the age of these ladies. We don't know if they've ever been married. We don't know anything about that. Apparently, we didn't need to know about that. So what we see, though, is Martha is very hospitable. She's geared for service, but Mary is immediately at Jesus' feet. So she's geared for worship. Um, And what an introduction when we meet Mary, the one who's sitting at at Jesus' feet. But it says the word also. So I'm thinking that means... Martha also sat at his feet. And obviously they had been around Jesus a lot. They knew him. We don't know how they met. We don't know how he got to know him. We just know that he knows him and he's in the house. And um, I have that. Uh, my Bible has all the cultural notes, which is really lovely. I really like it. But I would never hand that Bible to a baby Christian. Because I don't think everybody who makes the commentaries is saved. <laughs> 
Because sometimes you read those commentaries, you're just tilting your head. It's you're probably like, true. Um, so because it's cultural notes, they they really go into the culture. But when one of the things that they said was, um, sorry about the wrapper. I'm unwrapping my chocolate, ladies. <laughs> you're gonna have to bear with me. It is what it is. Apparently, they probably had a larger home, and most of them did sit in chairs. But to sit at the fee- teacher's feet was a posture of. Uh, as of a disciple. So for her to not sit in the chair to go straight to his feet, she's calling herself a disciple. And so this is what I found really neat is what sitting at the feet of Jesus really means. And it implies a readiness to accept and obey what Jesus teaches. Um, It implies submission to uh, to Jesus. Um, We're not going to be rebellious. It's faith in who Jesus is, discipleship, and it does also imply Love, because that's where she wanted to be. But also note, she's also telling everybody around her who she follows. She wasn't hiding it. She was very opened about it. She was not ashamed, but she wasn't loud. She sat quietly at his feet and listened. So she showed everybody who she was. She showed everybody who she believed in. And so I'm trying to not go into a rabbit's straw. I really promise Oh, those are those can be fun. So <laughs> go for it. There, for the women, when we sit and listen at the feet of Jesus, that actually speaks more volumes than when we talk about it. Our actions, I agree, are louder than what we say. Lip service, exactly. Anybody can speak anything that doesn't mean they know him truly. Exactly. I mean, I could speak about President Trump or former President Trump. I don't have a clue who the guy is. Right. I never met him. Exactly. I could tell you about him. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, what, what do we call it? Bumper sticker and t-shirt theology? Oh, I've never heard that. No, you that's haven't? Been, no, but I like it. Exactly. It's bumper sticker and t-shirt theology. They're just like little quips, but it doesn't mean you actually know the Lord. In fact, uh, when I was a kid, I really wanted to know who the Lord was. So I found my the children's Bible, really, really pretty and colorfully illustrated, I had not been to a church that actually did line by line. So when I got the children's Bible, I thought it was the regular adult Bible, just with easier words for a child to understand. I wasn't even close to the truth. I didn't know. I thought I knew Jesus based on the children's Bible. I didn't know Jesus at all. Mm-mm. I didn't know who had the first clue. But in I thought I knew who he was. Talked a lot of stuff. Boy, was that wrong. You know, because I didn't really know who he was. Well, as you grow, you learn. Exactly. Which you learned that was not the right <laughs> idea. That was just a storybook. Because when, when I started reading the real Bible, it was a lot more conviction. A lot of places I didn't want to read. Sure. Because I knew that's not where I was doing was wrong. <clears throat> but I'm going to ask this. Does everybody around you know that you follow Jesus? And like you said, are we, are we lip service or are we true service? Do we have a quiet spirit? Drina. I'm I'm reading my notes. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so what I have here is uh, I don't think a lot of people have a quiet spirit because I think it's easier to be opinionated than mm-hmm. in in this world. So what I what I wrote here is that we have a very noisy world. We don't need to add to it, right? Right. A gentle, quiet 
speech and spirit, it says so much more. And I love this because I'm naturally a loud person. It's no secret. Um, But I've had to learn to listen. I've had to learn to be gentle and quiet and actually hear others, not just my own voice. And we have to do this with Jesus too. Yes. He can, he says we can literally hear his voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that? Exactly. Who doesn't want to hear Jesus speaking to them? But we can. He speaks in our spirit. And I'm I'm going to say it. Some of us have heard him audibly. We oh, hear yeah. him. Yes. He can, he can be audible if he wants to. He's yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ. He created the world. He created us. Usually it's when he's rebuking me. I didn't say when he was speaking to us. <laughs> I only would not really hear it. That's when I heard him too. He was he was getting on to me, and I wasn't listening, so he got loud. Yeah, I remember that one time I was in your kitchen praying really hard about something. Finally, I heard the Lord go, "Anna, I got this." <laughs> Sorry, sir. Yeah, whoopsie, I'm sorry. <laughs> you told me to pray about everything. I know, I know. Apparently, so. apparently, I had that um, he was working, and I just needed to be silent. That was the time I was supposed to be silent. I know, I know. And that's always how it happens, but because being loud and getting your point across is so much easier than being quiet and relaxing and letting the Lord deal with mm-hmm. things. I mean, because, you know, he can't deal with anything without our help. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Right. right. We created, what, the wor- right. I mean, created the world without you, but. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, he needs us. No, right. no, ladies, he doesn't. He partners with us because right. he wants to, but he doesn't have to at all. He doesn't have to tell us his plan. He doesn't have to tell us what he's doing. He doesn't have to tell us anything. He chooses to be in our lives and have us be in his. Exactly, exactly. And it's, and it's about our speech because like you said, it is a noisy world. Mm-hmm. And because it's a noisy world, we have a tendency to get louder mm-hmm. because we want to be heard. Sure. And, and the Lord's going, no, 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 no. Look, just watch the news. Oh, watch any TV. Watch watch commercials. You know, look at riots. Look at all kinds yeah. of um, protesting that's always yeah. going on. They want to be louder. They right. want to be heard because their their uh, topic is more important than anything else. No, the Lord's topic is the right. most important, and that's you what we're supposed to be focusing exactly. on. Exactly, a peaceful, quiet protest probably actually does more. If you just sat there with your little sign and didn't say a word, you're going to actually catch more people's attention. Listen, isn't that what we used to do when we were at Planned Parenthood? Yes. We didn't approach nope. the workers or the building. We nope. just walked around and we prayed. prayed. We prayed over everybody, everything. Yep. It didn't matter if they worked there, if they didn't, if they had a part in the abortion, if they didn't. Exactly. We prayed over everybody and everything. We prayed over the building. Exactly. And if people walked up to us and did talk to us, we did talk to sure. them. Sure. You want to talk? We'll talk. But it, but for the most part, we were silent in oh, what we, just we did, and we've seen. I mean, we we see Planned Parent falling down now. We see it coming down all over, all over the all place. Over. And um, so, but we in, in continuing this speech, there was a couple of uh, scriptures that really makes you cringe because you're like, yeah, I know. I already told you when I don't know how you made it through. I <laughs> know this because it was I was reading and I was going, oh dear Lord, help me. <laughs> I know. Help me, me too. <laughs> exactly. Because Proverbs 7.21, with her enticing speech, she caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Ladies, that mm, is not a compliment. Mm, mm, okay. No. First seven chapters of Proverbs is really geared for, for young men and how to stay away from women like that. Right. So we don't want to have that, quote, enticing speech or those flattering lips. Mm-hmm. You know. That's a, not truth. 
No, it's not truth. It is it's not. not love. Yeah. No, it's not love because you're lying. Yes. You know, you can, you can compliment somebody properly. Mm-hmm. That's not flattery. You know, mm-hmm. um, th- sometimes the, one, of the, one of my coworkers, I guess he's just one of those geared who's been taught how to compliment. So, it, you know, one day I'm walking by, he goes, Anna, those are really nice shoes. I had to look down. I didn't know what I was wearing. <laughs> no, it's kind of like this. Say, say you're talking to a guy. Say he's yeah. married. Okay. So it would be one thing for me to say, you know what? That red shirt, you look good in red. Yeah. Or, mm, you look real good in red. Exactly. Huge difference. Exactly. Or we or were, how it's perceived or said. Ray and I were at a restaurant one day, and this lady, the waitress, walks up, turns her back to Ray, looks at me straight in the eyes, and goes, I just want to let you know, his eyes are really nice looking. There is a beautiful color. I, I know. It's great. She told you. Yep, I love and it. And we chit-chatted about his eyes. You should have seen Ray. He's like all embarrassed. Probably closed him. When I, I used to waitress, I was... Um, it doesn't matter where, but I, okay, but I was always, I'm like looking at you, you can tell me later. <laughs> um, it was at um, a bar. I, I used to waitress okay. at a bar. I never was a waitress, not a strip club or anything like that. Um, but I would always, even at that time, I would always make sure that I spoke to the wife. Yes. Spoke to the Smart. wife. Especially yep. in that environment. Yes. Spoke to the wife. I, I waitressed it um, at clubs when I was at nighttime when I was going through school and single. Yeah. Well, we went and saw our friend playing his music and they're in, in between his sets. They have a belly dancer at this one restaurant. Mm. We, we, we always forget. And you know, she's right there, right where Ray's at. And Ray was being respectful and honoring me. And he read me the menu. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> I know all about the salads. <laughs> yes, you do. Yep. I, we, he actually videoed yes, that. If did. you haven't seen it, it's hilarious. And he's trying so hard to honor his wife. He does a Fabulous job. Way to go, Ray. She even came to our table. I think she gets irritated because I won't look either. Yeah. And I think she, and she even came to our table, and, and I don't know what she was doing because I could only catch part of it in my peripheral, and I just he just kept staring at me. <laughs> but that was respect because... Total respect. That, her body language was the flattering lips and the enticing speech. And shame on her for making a point to go to y'all's table when you were trying. We were right there in front of the stage mm-hmm. because we were watching our friend. Right. So she did have to come by us. She didn't have to stay, but she did have to. She did have to walk past us. Okay. So now next time, is there a better place where y'all can sit? Not if we want to see him up close. Okay, to be well, with him, not really. Take one for the team. Read the menu. Exactly. I know all about the salads. They're great. <laughs> so how? Okay. So if our speech shouldn't be enticing or flattering like that, because there's no love in that at all. Colossians 4, 6, how it says how our speech should be. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. Don't oversalt, ladies. Agreed. That you may know how you ought to answer each other. In fact, it's not even just an answer. It's specifically how you answer. I'm sorry. I've got chocolate in my mouth. It's just the way it is. Um. I've lost my train of thought. Okay, so we're talking about how we talk. And, and we don't want to over-season either. It's a season with salt. You can make it too salty. You don't want to make it too salty. Then that's where that grace comes in and, and at. And when it says how you ought to answer each other. Are you opening your chocolate? Yeah, yes, you I am. I was trying to do it quietly, and it didn't work. <laughs> it, it echoed. <laughs> it did. Um, but, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, nope, so, go. Um, I was going to say, this is really hard to do mm-hmm. when you're super irritated with yes. that person. Yes, anybody. Yes, it is. I, it's yes. really hard to do when they're on your last nerve and you're trying, and I fail at it. Yeah, I, I get I tested a lot. I fail at it. 
Yeah, I, I get that at work. All and the time. I get mad at myself, but. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, and I like how he said, you know, how you ought to answer each other. It's not just any answer. You know, if you don't know the answer or you don't know how to properly answer it, you don't have to. You could just simply shrug, say, girl, you got me. That or say, you know what? I need to think about this for a minute. Mm -hmm. Hang on. I I need to think. We're in such a society that says, hurry up, rush through it. Get it done. Be noisy. Get it rushed. Get it done. Don't stop and think. A know it all society as well. Yes, exactly. Always a know it all. Yes. And that's what. But in reality, we don't know half the. We don't know. People are clueless because we just are. You know what? Here's the other thing. We're not supposed to know everything. Yeah. I was going to actually say that too. We don't have to have an answer. We don't have to know everything. If you don't know, it's okay to sit like Mary was doing. She was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening and learning. You don't have to act like you know it all. Right. Maybe Which you is do. hard. <laughs> yes. Because some of us need to feel validated. Right. In our, I'm talking about myself here, to, uh, feel validated in what we've learned and what we know. And I tend to do that at work. I do too, and I have a tendency to try to prove that I'm not dumb or I did my job. I, I think I spend probably, I would almost say 80% of the time feeling like I have to prove I actually did my job when someone tries to say I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I finally had to learn and go, Anna, your supervisor knows you. You don't have to prove yourself. Because the other person is ignorant and not yes. taking any responsibility for their mess. But you know how we learn from this? Jesus knows us. We're going to see how this yeah. plays out. We don't have to prove ourselves because Jesus knows who we are. Yeah. I think your cat wants out. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I wish I, yes. And he knows who we are because, hey, guess what? He created us. He knows how many hairs we have on our head. He knows us more than we know ourselves. He knows Do you know tears. how many hairs you have in your head? Not much. Not as much as you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got a mane going on. But say, yes. He also knows how many tears we've cried because he said he holds yeah. it in a bottle. Yeah. You know? So anyway, that's, uh, so I wanted to talk about that because um, Mary's sitting there quietly said more than anything that we could talk about. And so how we talk. And, we're about, and, and the other thing about it is, Women were not taught by the rabbis, yet here Jesus welcomed the woman to sit at his feet as a disciple. So those who try to say that the Bible is sexist has never met Jesus. Okay, two things on that. Okay. Can you, I can just imagine her just sitting there at his feet, just looking up at him, just lovingly gazing her Savior. Can you imagine? We get to do that yes. one day. We yes. get to do I that know, one I know, day. I know, we get to do that one That's day. I can't I wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, okay. So another thing I wanted to talk about is equality in today's world. Oh, it's yeah. such a huge thing. Um, but so skewed. It's such a mess. Okay. But equality was created mm-hmm. by Jesus. Mm-hmm. He equally created us. He equal. We are not equally. We, we all, we are all different, but he created us. Yes. Um, he equally loves us. He mm-hmm. equally died for every single one of us. Right. That. Is true equality. In the things that people see in the Bible that they don't like the way women were treated, God never said that approved it. God never said he liked that idea. He never once approved it. Mm-hmm. It's an example of what sin has done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to blame and say that God allowed it, he did not, unless he verbally tells you in the Bible, mm-hmm. he accepted it. No, it's sin and it needs to be addressed with. And that's what Jesus is doing here. He's saying, you can sit at my feet just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. I welcome you. I love you. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're a boy or girl. I love you. He created us to have a relationship with us. He created us for companionship. Exactly. And he went to their home. 
He could have picked yeah. somebody else's home. Right. He didn't. He picked their home. Theirs. So, so the idea, no. You know what? He picks our home too. Yes, he does. He when we welcome him. Too. Yeah. See, or if we're like a Martha and welcome Jesus into our home, he will come into our home. Yeah. But I know a lot of people who don't invite him in the home because mm-hmm. they want to do what they want to do in the house. Right. And, and then be a fake when they walk out the door. Exactly. And Jesus will expose the fake. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be pretty. Nope. But here we see. Not Mar- for the fake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not going to be pretty for the fake. You know. That's so, not funny. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because, you know, we've all been the fake. Oh, we've all been. Oh, I know lives. I have been. I'm in a spiritual snob. Right. My, I'm, not, I'm not saying right about you. I'm saying right about my no, own. No, I was a spiritual snob with my whole mm-hmm. children's Bible. Because yeah. you, you knew it all. Girl. I knew it all. You knew I it. read the children's Bible. I didn't need Got to read anything on. else. Exactly. I knew it all. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All I had was some good stories. That was it. Missed all the important stuff. That's why in our with our children's church, we, we go line by line. Mm-hmm. The, the, right. the parts yes, that are do. appropriate for their age. I might read it all, but I'm not going to explain it unless you ask me to. Right. Quickly read that particular part. Yeah, there's some things we do read a little faster than others. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me the question, then I know you're ready for the answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I haven't had anybody ask me a question that they weren't ready for the answer yet. So we haven't. We might not be ready to give the answer. Yeah. Uh, there, I have no problem saying, you know what, sweetheart? That is a great question for your mom and dad. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, this is so funny. We have a friend, Michelle, um, when she brings her um, nieces and nephews, a few of them are a little bit older. And so they do ask the hard questions Mm -hmm. sometimes. And I am not above saying, you know what? You have an hour long drive home with Auntie Shell. She would be so awesome at answering that question. I know she's got the perfect answer for you. I give her a heads up. I don't know if she's grateful or not, but it's like, I'm not going there. Mm -hmm. But the kids get the lesson, and we yeah. involve the parents. It is not a – we partner with the parents. It's not them on their own. It's not us on their own. We partner with the parents or aunts or grandparents. Right. And there are, some, there are some answers that are best coming from – Yes. That, not too many. We, we, the, the family yeah. in their life exactly. as opposed to us. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, that's one of the things I've – about listening and sitting at the, the – because I know – I've met different people, whether male or female, I have met them who doesn't want to hear from anybody else. They think they know it. They don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. But I have one, one thing about my working with all the years with men. They're willing to teach me if I'm willing to listen. Yes. So men most, like to teach. Yes. And a lot of women get irritated with men. They don't understand. They like to show off. They don't mind. Mm-hmm. They don't have, most of them, I'm not saying all of them, some do. Most of them don't have that attitude. I'm not going to teach you because I don't want you taking my job. My coworkers are not worried. Trust right? me, they're not worried about that. But if I ask them a question and I show them I really want to learn, they will teach me everything. Mm-hmm. And, and they're so respectful. And, you know, if anybody on our phone calls, if they snap at me or say something that they think is inappropriate, they'll say, hey, hey, we don't talk like that. Anna's in the room. Pretty much. I do sometimes get, hey, Anna, could you hold your ears? <laughs> I have my headphones on. How am I going to do that, sir? Oh, that's okay. so funny. That shows so much respect it, it for you, Anna. They do. They really respect me and because I respect their answers. Mm-hmm. I don't sit there and ask them a question and then tell them I know the answer already. Right. I sit there and listen and go, really? Okay, well, what about this? You know, so it works out. So that's why I want to go, you know, talk about how Mary, she was respected. She loved the Lord. The Lord loved her back. They were building this relationship because she stayed quiet at his feet and listened. Mm-hmm. 
And so we're going to go back to our scriptures and look at Martha. Well, let me say something. Sorry, I got a mouthful of chocolate. That's okay. Mm. Unless you don't like chocolate, and then we apologize if you don't like chocolate, and we're sorry. I can't help you. I I can't help you if you don't like chocolate. Um, Just create um, chocolate alternatives, gummy bears. Oh, I love gummy bears. I know. What was I going to say? I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. What was the last thing you said? Respect and sitting at Jesus' feet with love and building relationship because we are quiet. And then we're going to talk about Martha. It'll come back to me. Okay. Sorry, y'all have to hear our inner lingo, but you know, this is real life. This is the way it goes. Exactly. We're just two girls trying to serve the Lord the best we can. And we're not editing it. No, and we love doing discipleship, and this is the best way we can do it. (laughs) So you get to hear our brainstorming. Yes. And we're normal. This is our mess. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, we should be making people feel better. We don't got it all together. Yeah. I remember going to church. Oh. I'm going to get on a rabbit trail because I remember going to church a few times and thinking the pastor or whoever was so perfect. I can't be here because I'm not as perfect as they are. Oh, yeah. And that and it wasn't until we went to a church where the or I was hearing as pastor, Chuck Swindoll, and I uh, Started trying to learn, and he was talking about the stuff he did and the the junk he did and the wrong stuff he did. I'm like, he's not perfect. (laughs) He's normal. He's normal. I can listen to this. And I started listening because he would tell it. And then we went to a church where the pastor was the same way. Hey, this is what I did when I messed up. And I'm like, whoa. So I greatly appreciate listening to people who are like, yeah, I messed up and screwed up. I'm so sorry. But Jesus loves me, and he helps me get through it. I don't personally want to be ministered by somebody who's not been through anything, because you can't, girl, my list is long. If you can't even keep up, you can't help yeah. me. And there are, and that's why God created us differently, like you and I, because there are some things that women say, and I'm like, yeah, you need to go talk to Joanna. I got nothing. And I say the vice versa. Listen, that's Anna's territory. I haven't done that. Yeah. <laughs> she she has more experience with that issue, so... Yeah. And then there's some that is like, oh, hang on, I need to go with a different lady, right? <laughs> Don't get killed. But that's what God did. That's how He created relationships. Yeah. Because we are different, but yet there's things that we've gone through that we can discuss and work and help each other. We're not supposed to stay on the ground. We're supposed to help each other up. Right. We do get knocked over. We do get down on the ground. And the difference is, is are we going to get up or not? And sometimes you do need help getting up. And that's what we're here, ladies. We're here to help you get up, not to stay on the ground. You know, right? Sometimes we do get knocked hard. Sometimes we do need to sit there and breathe. But then we're going to bend over and say, "Here, let's help you up. Mm-hmm. Let's go." We sit down with you sometimes, and then we slowly get up together. Yeah. You know, I won't crawl in the mud with you, right? But I'll sit on the edge and and help yeah. pull you out. Exactly. Yeah, we you can't get it down in there. You're going to be stuck too. Yeah, but we can help each other out, or I can help you. You know, yeah, we help we help. You sometimes we do help each other out, yeah. Anna. Sometimes we're in we the do. same mess. Sometimes we are, and it does buddy system yeah. there. Right. So, Luke, I didn't do a good job on this part. Luke 10, scroll back up, 40. All right, Luke. Where is that on my list? I don't even see that. It's my page, too. I don't know what page it does on yours. Mm. Right there in big letters, 40. Oh, it doesn't Luke say Luke. No, I'm that's sorry. where I messed up. That's where I realized it. 40. Is yeah. that where we're at? We're on Luke 10 in verse 40. Go for it. But, I got it. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him, being Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. All right. There's so many things to say. Get her, Lord. Make her get up. Well, my first thought was, okay, 
sister, you just said the Lord doesn't care about you. You just literally told the Lord he don't care. <laughs> but then I had to sit there and go, well, if I'm going to be honest, I am sure I have certainly told the Lord he didn't care. Yeah, I know I have. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just as guilty of saying, Lord, you don't care. Lord, do you not see what's going yeah. on around here? Are you are you not even looking down? Yeah, exactly. You're not paying any attention whatsoever? Exactly. And we do have a tendency to do that. I've said that numerous yeah. times. So as much as... So, but, Shame on me. I don't say follow my, my, uh, <laughs> my example. Don't do that. But I will say that in the Hebrews, in the book, and I didn't write this down, I should have, and it talks about being bold and going through the throne. She was definitely bold. She was bold yep. and went to the Lord. Did she do it wrong? Yes. Mm-hmm. But she still did it. Sometimes the best way we learn is when we make mistakes. Right. And so but let's first talk. When about, there's consequences. Yeah. Sometimes, I learned from the consequences. But some people I have seen where I've asked questions in class and I have the wrong um, answer, but I learned, but because I had the wrong answer and they corrected it, I had a tendency to remember that better than the ones mm-hmm. that I, you know, I, I had a tendency to remember that one a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So I'm guaranteeing you, Martha didn't say, Lord, don't you care, for a really long time after this. <laughs> or, or ever again. But the first word is distracted. Mary was distracted. So I like to take familiar words and look them up because I learned through a child at the children's church that the easy words, we have a tendency actually to not know what the word means. Like the time the little boy looked at me and goes, what does help mean? Like, I don't know. I just know how to use it in a sentence. I, ne- I never defined the word help. Anyway, so I like going to Word Hippo. It's a great little tool. Never heard of it, but I'm totally WordHippo.com. I'm on it all the time. Um, crossword puzzles and stuff. But anyway, it has like uh, uh, similes, metaphors, um, dictionary, all that stuff. So I can look at different words and how it, it means. And so distracted means wildly excited or uncontrolled due to worry or fear. Unable to concentrate because of one is preoccupied by something worrying or unpleasant. Guilty. Uh-huh. And I have a feeling. I'm guilty. Martha was probably, and we will see it later to prove it, but my, my, you would think that's not her normal behavior because it says but, and then that she was probably worried. And I'm going to go with her. She was worried of how she would be perceived. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.